So hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Cookies with Aliens. I am Filippo, this is Astrid. Hi. And today before we start we are going to explain why we were away for two weeks. <laughs> there are certain rhythms to life, there are certain cycles and sometimes we need to have some time to ourselves too. We know. It's very dramatic. <laughs> It happens. <laughs> it might happen somewhat sooner again too, because there will be some vacation period. But anyway, <laughs> we are here today to talk about some cool stuff, like always. Maybe starting by asking asking Astrid what she has been up to lately. As to give her the topic for today. It's <laughs> like. Um, maybe it, you know, the crop circle, it's mm -hmm. one of the most fascinating topics for me. And there was one popping up again, and you might maybe want to put it under our video when, mm -hmm. when we are ready. Oh, and yeah. this crop circle is from England again, and it's so beautiful and so amazing. And so, yeah, we decided to talk a bit about crop circles and um, what's your opinion about this yeah I mean I heard that uh, I think because now I'm not sure I know that uh, certain things are asked also to highlight about that and I think the what they said was that it was like um, uh, I don't remember very well but I know it's it's like um, like a, it can be a co-creation also with the Earth's magnetic field. Like a species can can use it and like co-create certain drawings and certain uh, art <laughs> within. Um, of course, not all of, not all of them would be like this. There are some that are also human-made, but a lot that aren't. Also, because you know, I don't know if I told you. I think I did that uh, the very curious thing about crop circles is that the the crops are bent but they continue to to be alive they don't die it's mm -hmm. like they they only just shift their <laughs> perspective <laughs> to, to create these so it's really interesting but yeah you know there was one last summer here um, next to us like 45 minutes away from here by train and um, this is now the second one within six years I think which which appeared over there and um, they interviewed the the farmer who who owns all that and he was really he was kind of very very annoyed and he was like and you know, this really, this is a catastrophe and this is so, like, he didn't say unfair, but he said something like, um, he does not know why they do that and they are really destroying all of his harvest and this is really, and I was thinking about what you said with the bending and everything, so I was like, but if it is just bent do the machineries are they not able to to proceed it anymore mm. or to do you know that i don't know i have no idea but 
I mean, there are also, like I said, the versions that are man-made, but I mean, depending on what the complexity of the drawing would be, I mean, it's very difficult to do it from one night to another. But, of course, humans, they don't have that technology, so it could be a bit more <laughs> broken. <laughs> uh, and, so. you know, that, that one where he said that is so huge that I could see the perspective with that drone. Drone? Uh -huh. drone? drone? Can you say that? Yeah. Drone? And um, those humans were like this. And, I, and if it would have been made by humans, it would have probably taken more than one day to, yeah. to create a thing like this. Yeah. And the other one is so complicated also, the one six years ago, like many circles. And to create the perfect circle or even like nine perfect circles within the perfect circle is like uh -huh. you, you would need to get the perspective and having at the same time people who would listen to you you would have to fly over it right uh -huh. to, to really do it i mean i saw once a teacher with his class and uh, they they were trying to recreate uh one and this one was nice but so far away from beautiful or even perfect mm -hmm. that and they used like um like uh, what is it again you know those those uh, strings, no, those, you know, mm. those strings, strings uh, are saying to create the crop circle. Yeah. You know, like, like, um, some, string. it's not a string. It's something you use to, for example, to, to, to get your boat on the, um, on the beach and to, to, oh, to, to wrap it. Yes, exactly. So ah. what's that? Oh, I have no idea. A rope? Yes, thank you so much. So <laughs> they use some long ropes ah. to really to, to bend the material and to do everything. But it was so on on some areas the rope would just make this and you know and not be even and everything. And so it was so obvious that mm. for creating a thing like this, you you would need people who are not just perfectionists but also have the technology and the you know to to make everything perfect like it always is mm -hmm, and be really quick yeah and and there are testimonies of people that saw lights around those areas during the night before usually probably when it's oh, really? uh-huh probably when mm -hmm. it's being created or something so i mean it's it's i wouldn't be surprised if it's like uh, beings would use uh, like they would be artistic and like use the fields to be like because I do believe that more than the, the drawing and trying to interpret it in a logical way there must be like a, a frequency there that, that you can tap into to to um, I don't know to, to receive different messages or maybe even to kind of uh, maybe help equalize or balance certain I don't know I'm just just thinking out loud here but I'm sure I mean so it's it's more than looking at the drawing and, and trying to interpret uh, what it might mean although some of them are really cool and they they have the flower of life or something and it's more obvious but it's like the frequency in them maybe like yeah. really a painting
an art painting? The, you know, the, the one from around here last year, it was exactly 11 months ago. And um, there were some spiritual people going through it with their, you know, with their Mm, how do you call that again? Pendulous kind of. Oh. Mm -hmm. Pendulum. They're, yeah, but that, that are those two sticks who, which um, oh. can move, you know, and like so they. To get the water? To find, to find yes, the water? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so there was this, this guy who, who was walking through it and uh, this, and she was like, you know, normally the earth has this and this frequency and um he was measuring everything and he knew so many things about measurements and about frequencies and he was like this is the highest thing i ever experienced in my whole life and it has like this measurement bovit or something Bo is it bovit. i don't know it's it's I, I don't know if I'm mixing up the words again, but um, Bovis, I think the measurement was Bovis or something. And he was, he was connecting it with or comparing it with other things who have a very high frequency. Mm -hmm. And he was like, but nothing I ever experienced has this high frequency. And he was totally overwhelmed. And then there were some people sitting inside and meditating and like, Oh, this energy is so beautiful and you were like ah. you know what even if i really believe everything of it it's still a bit weird to see those people because <laughs> for me in my opinion and in my view it's for the more normal people let's say it must be like oh those freaks again you know uh. <laughs> thinking this thing has some meaning or uh -huh. and so it's such a fun way of the ets to create stuff like this so here uh -huh our consciousnesses are kind of dividing themselves again by just talking about it. It's so fun. Uh, yeah, just by showing it, it, it brings everything to the surface again. And maybe mm -hmm. that's why it's still, because that, that um, it's still such a big contrast be between the, the people who, who put it completely outside any possibility regarding that and also everything the people that feel that everything is related to that that uh, i would it would make sense for it not to be very invasive for them to create like those circles and stuff like that that it's like just a, a little bit of mystery here and there just to leave the mind wondering what could it be you know and wasn't it raw or raw that talked about that that uh, the that I think it was Ra that I read that it was like, or maybe not, that that like the lights and the skies and stuff like that, they are in that way and not something very obvious landing and being like, poof, to, to just like start to introduce to the idea of mystery and to start wrapping slowly the mind around it and opening up to new possibilities. I think it was raw. I'm not sure now. I have no idea if it was raw. I just know that we once had a channeling and I asked Hyla why it seems so difficult to meet them physically. Uh -huh. And she said, you know, 
if you really would like to meet us physically, you firstly have to know, and we talked about this a few times, you have to know that all your shadow parts will come up as soon mm -hmm. as we, with our higher vibration, will enter your space. Mm -hmm. And so it's really not meant to be like this in the yeah. most of the times, let's say. And so it's more likely that we will remind you in different forms more and more of our being and of our um of our presence mm -hmm. and everything and so please just be aware that if you start looking for lights in the sky like you just said or for some maybe you will even see a spacecraft like you did or mm -hmm. you know something like this then you will get more prepared for everything which might come after mm -hmm. but like being from zero to 100 within one second would really maybe even lead to a collapse of your system or something mm -hmm. you know i've been having kind of this i've been wondering about this lately that uh, this this might start being a little philosophical here again because I was really thinking Love it. <laughs> that it, that it's like perhaps the the way that we are perceiving even the spaceships in the sky the lights and all of that it's all very related to how our collective is expecting to see certain things. And the, I think they have confirmed stuff like that. It's like, yes, we, we don't need to go out of the spaceship and, and say hi. We can just appear. But we do it because it's like the what you expect to see. So I guess there must be some momentum there. And so I started thinking, perhaps there aren't even spaceships at all. And the, the, the way they travel and the way that everything is outside Earth is completely different from what we are imagining. So what I mean with this is, because many times I have this impression that being, it's, it's like, again, the idea of the dimensions. And we would be here on the third dimension. But... If you look at a piece of paper, that would be two-dimensional. I always have the feeling that we are much huger than the second. So the third dimension is much huger than the second one. It's almost like you can see everything on the second. So I was wondering if it's the same from the fourth to the third. Like we are, our entire reality can be kind of perceived in a completely different way from someone from the outside. It's almost like we are within the fourth in mm -hmm. a way and mm -hmm. so if you see it it's like there's not even being any movement or any traveling from here and there they're just like they're <laughs> observing and as we are ascending and going to that dimension now or density we are becoming now that perspective so it's like we are this side and we are becoming now this size Mm -hmm. So I wonder if when we get there, perhaps there aren't even space travels or, you know, <laughs> in the way that we're imagining. Perhaps it's a completely different reality that we can't even imagine right now. Mm -hmm. It would make <laughs> totally sense for me, really. It, yeah. I think 
it's like you try to explain to a small child how reality works Mm -hmm. Just to find out that it's so difficult to explain to somebody who can't grasp it yet how mm -hmm. reality works. And so how must it be for the higher evolved beings to try to explain life to us in a way? And mm -hmm. so they, they maybe kind of send us small reminders. Everything might be... A bit different than you nowadays expect it to be so just be prepared for maybe even blowing your own minds it's like yeah. I'm so curious to everything to be honest it's like every day I'm waking up and I know that there will be a sudden moment when it's like lifting some curtain you know it's <laughs> like probably it's like like when you had those pictures where you had to to change focus of your eyes to see the the thing within the picture uh -huh. and so maybe it's exactly that you will sit on your couch and suddenly your perspective changes and so you can see the family who lives in the same house than you do you know but uh -huh. you perceive them before and you're like oh my god you know uh -huh. but maybe they won't see you as they are still living in their 3d reality and you're like Uh, hi and they will be just staring through you and going even through you it must be also spooky in a way but so amazing in the other way yeah, yeah because in a way also if if we think about it like that and it's all everything is within so the the every density is within the other density always within everything then it doesn't even perhaps And of course, especially here on the podcast and all of this, we are exploring very much the idea of ETs and in extra dimensionals and stuff on that direction. But it's not even as much as if it's from outside Earth or not. It's like there's not even, you know, this, it's like there's not even that concept <laughs> when you get there, maybe. It's just an... A, a point of exploration through which you can experience that maybe and mm -hmm. it's just like and then that point it maybe connects the idea of ghosts with the idea of beings from other dimensions of et i mean being all the same exactly in a way. exactly and it is we know it is but when you really think about it it's like oh they're all the same <laughs> if you have ever the the possibility to put one of those vcr um, glasses onto your head then you can see how suddenly your whole life is a totally different one uh -huh. it's like sitting in front of that computer screen and playing a computer game because there you have it in 3d but it's it's um still you can perceive yourself sitting there but if uh -huh. you have those things on your eyes you feel like being surrounded of it and so this already changes so much of your perspectives and so maybe for them it's like exactly the same thing uh -huh. they can see that we still try to see them like in front of a screen uh -huh. and not perceiving them surrounding us already with all they have and uh -huh. even they are surrounded by everything and they can't perceive everything yet uh -huh. It's, yeah yeah 
it's it's so cool i love thinking about this because it's really like experiencing something and maybe that would be the closest to their experience those that are experiencing things on that layer that it's like they just experience everything without definitions or mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's because i mean we we need definitions as humans somewhat to have an experience of something so what is it like to live without defin- defining anything it seems so alien <laughs> yes <laughs> like pun <laughs> intended right <laughs> yes i just love thinking about it it's just um just times it just pops in my head and i start going in those those holes of exploration and it's just like yeah it seems like you get closer and closer but it's like every bit of those points of exploration are bringing you all to that bigger rep <laughs> it's so connected but it's also different at the same time it's like how can this be connected to this is it the same world the same reality yes it is it isn't also but it is <laughs> You know, this is probably the same thing we already talked in one of the last episodes about the fractals, uh-huh. which are opening up as soon as you think you're at the end. It's like opening up and you're at the beginning again. And so uh-huh. I always imagine myself being within those fractals and just seeing a small edge of it. But as soon as I try to get there, it's like, no, you're not. Just mm-hmm. just continue doing and and it's this this whole universal process, I guess, until uh-huh. we really finally dissolve again and start from the beginning, maybe even if there even is a beginning, yeah. which probably isn't. Yeah. It's like sometimes when I grow really deep into those, it's like I get into this. It's it's funny because depending on my mood, sometimes it even feels a little scary to go so deep into yeah, those. Even thinking just that there wasn't a beginning, it's almost like you get into a point. <laughs> Have you ever tried to do that mirror trick, that, that staying in front of the mirror and looking at the point of your third eye and suddenly so. your face starts changing in all incarnations you might ever have had it's like suddenly you see yourself with a beard or with thicker eyebrows or with hair like this or with you see yourself in so many different faces that I tried this maybe three times really until I got so scared because normally you you kind of it's the best time to do it when the sun is already getting lower Mm. and so the the light around you is quite dark but not really dark Mm -hmm. and so there's this small piece of light but suddenly when you see yourself within all those changed surroundings and faces you feel like oh my God, I'm dissolving, I'm dissolving, I have to stop this. It's really, Mm. at least for me, it was also so scary that I once decided to stop this experience at all, uh, totally, because it was just freaking me out in a way. I never did it like that. I remember once the 
once or twice that I I just was suddenly staring at the 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 the, the mirror and it was just like really like playing like the, that serious game with with the <laughs> with the <laughs> mirror and really looking at my eyes and if you try to do that without blinking even it just gets to a point where it does seem like it's kind of changing or that that special it's like the eyes stay the same but everything around it like you say it starts and you you can't look at it directly otherwise it it's it's like it's like it it's vanishes. happening on the yeah mm-hmm. on the peripheral mm-hmm. and you're really like i want to look at it better but you can't and you're just <laughs> it's a freaky yeah. experience but it, it it's it's fun and i mean it it even worked because I didn't know, but it makes sense that with dimmer light it works best too. But I just I was just standing on the bathroom and I decided to do I don't even know what time was it. It's just something that crossed my mind. <laughs> I do a lot of things with the mirrors. <laughs> I can't be in front of a mirror without me. <laughs> Showing your two face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but maybe I'll try to do that again. With the intention of seeing past faces and or future faces. faces. You can see everything. It's it really, and not just the faces. You really, the room you're in, it depends, of course, also on the size of the mirror. But suddenly the room you're in also starts changing. It's like, it's really, uh, for me, I said, it's freaking me out because it's like, nothing is real at this moment anymore it's like you can totally see that the reality you thought you're in is just not there and so it's like be prepared it's really spooky but uh, i sometimes would suggest that to people who are in my opinion at least a bit too serious in their lives Mm. to really change perspectives and change you know the way of seeing things but for them, this is just a game, like your imagination tries mm. to trick you, you know, so it's not really helping. Mm. But um, it's, yeah, I think it, it's, there comes into my mind again, this astral traveling and this lucid dreaming, as I really mm. think that if you manage to do that, you can't see anything as being real real anymore Uh i guess i never as i said i never was really able to dare to do it Mm -hmm. but um and i still don't want to try it but um i think for some people that must be the bridge maybe for seeing how your reality is not the reality you thought it is Uh uh-huh yeah yeah i mean it's it's a great permission slip for a lot of people i also wasn't able to do it ever I mean or at least I don't think I I had some moments like that but they were kind of spontaneous it wasn't really something that initiated yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and when I'm listening to those guided meditations to help you I I I guess I get to fixate on the words or I too logical in it so it's like I t- the last time I tried it, it was already like six months ago. And I still remember because then the guy was always saying this. And even today, I just remember the words, but nothing. <laughs> because it was always, 
you have to roll and go back and forth, back and forth. It was always like back and forth. So I was I was saying that for days after, but nothing happened. Back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> so I still haven't found the best way for me to do it. But I want to explore more of that. Those... You know, I just I just read something which freaked me out again so i decided really not wanting to do it yeah that uh, he was like you should really be aware that you if you start doing those astral travelings that there are people who got so caught up in their other life that they forgot about their life here and so be aware that you maybe then really start living this other life and um, the, your consciousness will totally be so distracted that you are in that other realm. And then I thought about what I, what I already told you, you know, about the, the, um, the guy I know who had this other life and he uh -huh. had to live it like for four months or something. I, I think it was until he died there to wake up here in his bed again to find out that he is not the other one, but he is still this one. And, uh -huh. and it blew his mind so much. And I'm like, you know what kind of this experience I don't want. I just don't want to have because I'm having fun in my real life real life here and i'm really having a good life and so it's like yeah you can do whatever you like every one of you but just let me out of this uh, just yeah maybe it does help to 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 make the intention before it's like uh like making the intention whatever i do it's going to be safe and i'll be able to return and to to return or to to continue my life normally after I have this experience. Just want to explore, see things from a distance somewhat. I don't know, making a kind of an intention like that. Maybe it can help. Um, I don't know. I think I just, as I said so often in my childhood, I so often had to live again the life where I died and always uh, woke up in the moment I died that mm -hmm. I maybe still have this so deep in my whole system that I'm like, Oh, just, you know, just, everything's fine. You just, just leave me out. Yeah. And it might just mean also again, that it's not the permission slip for you. Yeah. Maybe I just don't need to see that there yeah. are other realities as I with, you know, and, and as we already also talked so often, we, we can do soul traveling without initiating anything and it happens when it wants to happen and for me this is so enough to be on other planets and see other beings and i don't need to see what i already think at least i kind of know if yeah. that makes sense you know what i mean it's like you don't need anything to prove yourself that you're doing it yeah. or going there Exactly, I totally agree. And it makes sense that, especially astral traveling and all of that, since there are some very specific techniques to do it, it seems also a very good way to introduce the topic to skeptics or people that yeah. are curious but 
might I'm just gonna try this so yeah if if you know it already and you have other ways of accessing it i think it makes a big difference <laughs> yes <know>? exactly <laughs> it's the same yes i think there are people if it is their highest highest excitement it's so important for them to follow it oh. and if it would be ours we would do it also mm. but we probably can't just feel that it isn't so it wouldn't make no sense right it's yeah uh, yeah yeah exactly that's what i think and i'm just kind of curious still to try it because i know there's a part of me that kind of is always like oh but try again you know but i'm still playing with that <laughs> so it's not like i i don't resonate completely but yeah i'm still exploring that i guess i think that's maybe also a very good thing to do it like really leave yourself the time oh. to really explore the whole field the process to get there in a way you know and the process of doing it then and then the uh -huh. process of being there and exploring fields maybe then you will have the most amazing topics for our podcast so i'm totally curious of that already cool yes uh well but we'll always find the most amazing topics for our podcast yeah we do we really do and for saying this if you look at the what <laughs> yes it is time for us to go we will continue to to navigate our seas of change <laughs> yes. and like like Philippa already said um we don't really know when it will be but um we probably won't be able to to make our podcast a few more times so please be patient with us we're trying to do as frequently as we can but it won't be as frequent as you may be used to it uh -huh. right yeah exactly. correctly <laughs> exactly it's we're following our impulses here our excitement and playing with it comes so allow yourselves to do the same <laughs> and we'll be yes. here when the timing is right for everyone but yes with this i remind the the instagram stuff you know we have an instagram and with this i thank you so very much astrid thank you so much too philippa yes and we'll see you next week yes Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. <laughs> Bye.